Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. In the kingdom of God, we always win because Jesus is our Lord. Hallelujah. And Jesus always win, wins. And the Lord God has always won. He never lost a battle. Amen. God never loses. Amen. And so God's desire for us, his people, his children, amen, to enjoy, to share, to share in his victory, amen. Jesus has went to the cross. He's paid the price. He suffered. He suffered it all to give that victory to us, to bring that victory to us. And so that is part of understanding the kingdom of God, amen, giving the Lord his victory that he's already won, amen. We don't cower in this earth realm. We don't cower in fear to things and circumstances and situations. We don't cower in fear to man. We definitely do not cower in fear to the devil, amen. For by faith, we began to see what the Lord has already done. As we receive, we trust, we accept, amen, what the Lord has done. We're able to enter into that rest. What's that rest? Jesus is at the right hand of the Father, amen sitting, expecting his enemies to be made his footstool. That's resting on the devil's head, amen. That this earth, amen, even that which comes against God is supposed to be God's footstool, Jesus' footstool, amen. And that is the way it's supposed to be for us also. If we are in Christ Jesus, we are sharing in that same victory, amen. The Bible says, Psalms 127, verse 5, I'll paraphrase. Part of that is that we talk to the enemy at his gate. Or we, take, we take the battle to the enemy's gate. Amen. Gate is that strength of a city. Amen. That if the gates fall, then the city fall. Amen. And so we take the battle to the devil's gate, not not the devil coming to our gate, amen, or the, the gates, amen, of the kingdom of God, amen. The Bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. So it's always gates against gate, amen. And so you're supposed to be progressing. You're not supposed to cower. You're not supposed to be like just stuck in one place. You are anointed. You are empowered, Man, you said, what am I supposed to do? I, I feel bored. You're made for war. Amen. You're made for anointing. Amen. You are made to show that Jesus is Lord. Amen. That he has gotten us the victory. So we receive the truth of that, the strength of that in this life. We overcome. 
the Bible says, by the blood of the Lamb and, and by the word of our testimony. So today I want to start in St. John chapter 1, verse 18. St. John chapter 1, verse 18. Amen. That I want to bring you to a place of seeing in a different way to go beyond yourself. Amen. As a minister, amen, that's my job, to not let you be satisfied with where you are, to always to go and to grow deeper in the things of God. Amen. St. John chapter 1, verse 18. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, speaking of Jesus, who is in the bosom of the Father. The bosom is the place of affection. Amen. One in his love. God calls Jesus his dear son. Amen. So Jesus, the Bible says, proceeds forth from the heart of God. Jesus is able to proceed from God's heart. Amen. To tell who God is. Amen. And to display the love of God. It says, the son who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Amen. That word declare means to manifest. It means to unfold. And so the sense here, if, if you bear with me a little while, no one has seen the Father at any time, but Jesus has, who is in the bosom of the Father, and he is the one who manifests or reveals, reveals or unfolds who the Father is. Jesus says, when you see me, you've seen the Father. Okay, so just stick with me a little bit. Amen. So Jesus, he unfolds who the Father is. So it's not just a one-time thing. The revelation of Abba, Father, is a continuous thing. It is progressive. It is, it is like light. It is progressive that you are supposed to get a deeper and deeper appreciation for the Father and a deeper and deeper awareness of the Father as Jesus declares who the Father is. Amen. So think about that for a while. No one has seen the Father. Amen. Jesus says, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Amen. So, so you can get the revelation of who the Father is, and yet the way the Lord set it up is for it to be progressive, amen, progressive fellowship, progressive intimacy, continual, abiding, abiding, continual fellowship with the Lord, amen. Uh, there's a scripture that says that no one can see the Father and live, <laughs> amen, in your present state, as it were, Amen. In your present existence, being in a body of flesh, you cannot see the Father and live. Amen. So I want you to think about things according to God's mind and according to God's heart. Amen. Our attitude should not be, well, you know, I can't see the Father. So I'm through with it. I'm not going to try to see the Father. Amen. That is not supposed to be your attitude. 
Amen. In Psalms 27, the book of Psalms 27, verse 8. Psalms 27, verse 8. When you said, that's, that's God, when God said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. And so we see that the Lord says to David's heart, but this is to all of us, the psalmist. That God, God said to the psalmist, seek my face. And so the psalmist David's heart responded back to God. So I want you to see that. God said, seek my face. And so his heart said, his heart was the one that responded back to God. His heart said, your face I will seek. So if no one has seen God, then why would God say to seek my face? Just bear with me. Nobody has seen God. Except for Jesus. Yet God says, I want you to seek my face. Or in other words, to be face to face. When, when God is saying, seek my face, he's saying, your spirit, your heart, which is the real you, is just like you. It has a face. So there is a face of you in the spirit. I'll say it again. There is a face. Amen. You have a face in the spirit. Amen. So God spoke to your heart. God spoke to your heart. He says, seek my face. Your heart should respond back to God. Your face, I will seek you, Lord, face to face. Somebody says, no one has seen the Father. Even if you tried to see the Father, no one could see the Father and live, and yet, I want you to see the relationship that God intends for you. He says to seek my face. So there's, there's got to be something more to this. If no one has seen the Father, and yet God is saying to seek my face, amen, to see me according to who I am, amen, spiritually speaking, the God face, amen, your face, spirit face, to God's face, amen, holy ghost. You're still not getting what I'm saying, amen. There is a truth that lies with God that you can only get to through the Lord. There's a truth that lies with God. That truth is with the Lord. You can only get there through the Lord. Amen. So God says, seek my face. Your heart responds. Your face, your face I will seek. Amen. In Matthew 7, 8, I'll just refer to it. Everyone who asks receives. Amen. Everyone who knocks is open unto them. And everyone who seeks finds. Everyone who seeks will find. Amen. So God is not asking you to do something that is impossible. God is asking you to do something 
that it will take him, amen, to help accomplish it in your life. You, you're to have the desire, amen. You're supposed to be um, motivated by desire, God desire, not lust, amen, not selfish lust, amen. You, you mix the two, amen. Christians even mix the two, desire and lust. They, they mix desire and lust, though it all means desire, amen, that God is trying to bring you to a place of desiring that which is right, amen. He's trying to put you in a place for you to choose and make right choices, amen, for your heart to burn on fire for God. You are yearning that which is right. The Bible says that you groan along with all creation. And creation is groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That which is intended by God, you in a glorious state, amen, which now your body tries to prevent you, but your heart can attain unto the Lord, amen. The body tries to be a veil. But they that turn to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Amen. There is a place in God beyond. Amen. The flesh. Amen. Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. And so that not just when you die. Amen. You want to be pleasing to God. You don't want the body to get in the way of you attaining unto the truth of God, amen. What he intended in thinking in those ways and operating in those ways and rejoicing in God and rejoicing in the truth and, and, and not being fake, amen. Not trying to be pacified by this world or even emotions, amen. Being pacified by a lesser when God is there, amen. You say, I don't see him, amen. He says, to seek my face. Your heart is supposed to respond. Your face I will seek, amen. And so you say, Lord, I'm, I'm yearning. I'm hearing what you say, amen. I want, amen, to fellowship with you face to face, amen. I want to hear your voice. I want to know your ways, amen. I want to see rightly, Holy Ghost. I know that this natural world is not all that there is. Amen. My heart is yearning for the Lord. So that's what we're trying to get people. We're trying to get people to understand, amen, that Enoch, amen, walked with God and then he was not, amen, because God took him. But before the Lord took him or translated him, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Amen. So we, we're in this world. We live our life. We go day to day. Uh, we wake up. Amen. We go to work. We go to school. Amen. We tend to family. We talk to people, and yet God is there. Holy Ghost. And it will take a different type of people to affect the rest of the folk. You, you're going to have to be salt. You're going to have to be light. You're going to have to be different. You're going to have to know God. Holy Ghost. That has to be the difference. Amen. Of you knowing the Lord. Amen. So seeking means search. 
it, it entails, it talks about diligence. Seeking means not stopping. Amen. So, so seeking, the word seek, it, it entails um, effort. It entails diligence. It entails being focused. <laughs> Amen. You, you're focused on the Lord. Amen. Everyone who seeks find, even though God is called the invisible God, spiritually speaking, you can attain to see God's face. For there are those who spoke to God face to face. Moses spoke to God face to face. Abraham spoke um, face to face. Amen. We, we see that even Elijah operated on a different level. Amen. Of seeing God, hearing God. Amen. Some people, that they poo-poo the, the idea of hearing God. And yet if you don't Hear God, how can you be led by the Lord? Amen. So you would have to, you, you, you would have to admit that there is such a thing as hearing God. Amen. You, you're going to have to settle some things inwardly because as an apostle, amen, one of the things that I found that, that people don't deal with things truthfully. On the inside, God requires truth on the inward part. They don't divide that. From that, the things in their mind, the things that the, that's pulling at the flesh and the things of the heart, they don't know how to divide those things. Amen. Man, Hebrews chapter 4, it says around verse 14 or, or close around there, it says that the word of God is alive and it is powerful. Amen. And it's a two-edged sword piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it is a discerner of the purposes and the intents of the heart. <laughs> Whoa, I could, I, could, I could preach a while about the intents of the heart because you could live in such a way where you are really a pretender. <laughs> Amen. Because you want to show certain things as that you are righteous, amen, and that you have righteous motives, and yet you have not even examined the way that your heart operates, <laughs> man. That you do things, you put things out there, you say things in such a way, amen, where you're not being sincere. And, and that's what God wants. He wants somebody that's real. He wants somebody that is sincere, somebody he can talk to face to face. Amen. Holy Ghost, I hear that, Lord. Uh, the Lord says that all he wants is to give himself. Amen. So God is looking for someone who is empty, so to speak. So God says that I can give you myself to fill up all that emptiness and to operate out of my strength, my anointing, my grace. And you'll be able to give all the glory to me, saith the Lord. And so that's, that's what God is looking for. He's looking for someone who is real, who, who kind of values the face-to-face the -face relationship with the Lord. Amen. In Mark, 
the book of Mark, chapter 12. The book of Mark, chapter 12. Amen. Verses 28 through 31. Now, I'm going to say this. I am a minister. I'm one with my wife that we minister together. Amen. We are apostles of the Lord. Amen. So apostle is a is a specific office. Amen. And Christ ascended on how he gave gifts. Amen. So we are a gift given to the body of Christ by the Lord Jesus. He says apostles, that's one office, prophets, evangelists, and pastors and teachers. So there's certain graces on each gift. Amen. You minister according to the gift of grace. You minister according to the gift of grace given unto you by, by the Lord. To be a gift to the body, to the body of Christ. Amen. And so Jesus says this, that if you knew the gift, amen. So people don't, many people don't know apostles. He says, if you knew the gift, you would know what to ask. <laughs> amen. If you knew the gift. <laughs> Amen. That you would know what to ask. So the connotation is this, that the Lord does not withhold any gift. <laughs> but the gift may come in that package of apostle, prophets, evangelist, pastor, or teacher. So if you receive a righteous man, in the name of a righteous man, you receive a righteous man reward. You receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. So you have to know who you're coming to, to know what water, what life that you need. <laughs> Man, I don't even know. This is not in my notes. I don't know, except the Lord said to say this. Amen. Now, the apostle, part of the gifts, the grace of the apostle, they operated just like the Lord Jesus. We operate just like the Lord Jesus. Everyone that came to Jesus for healing, for instance, they re received. Of course, there's an element of faith there, but there's also gifts on top of the gift that, that the apostles carry. There, there are gifts of healing. All, them, all of the, the ministry gifts, I'm not, all of the nine gifts of the Spirit, amen. So there's gifts of faith, there's gifts of healing, there's miracles, all those things. As the Spirit wills, amen, all those things. So, holy ghost. So you come to the apostle for Christ's gift, for Christ's gift, amen. Now, I just remember where I was going with that. The, you don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. You don't have everything. But as you walk with the Lord, it is important to know how to receive from the Lord. Amen. So you don't have to struggle with stuff if the Lord has already given gifts. Amen. For you to receive, you simply go to the gift. Amen. And the gift will give you the gift. If you knew the gift of God, you would ask and he would give living water. I know that's speaking to Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm saying an analogy. Amen. And so it's, it's really my heart has been burdened that Christians live life with no depth 
The Bible says deep calls unto deep. With, without an awareness of God's reality. You know the natural reality backwards and forward, but you don't know God's reality, <laughs> man. And so you have either not known or you have refused to enter in, <laughs> man. And so it's our job to help you. Don't you understand that a shepherd, for instance, help the sheep? He's not in competition with the sheep. He doesn't have any attitudes against the sheep. He lays down his life for the sheep. Amen. It's a relationship. So the relationship of God with his people that he's given those who have a, a revelation of who he is to help you to enter into that reality of God. You don't know. Stop saying that you know everything. You don't know everything, and the apostle don't have anything against you. Amen. I don't know why I'm preaching this. The apostle ain't got nothing. He just wants you to receive so that you can come up higher. Isn't that what the word says? To mature you? To bring you into a whole nother level? Amen. Praise God. The apostle doesn't think he's anything. Amen. He's just operating. She's just operating in what God has called and what God has given. Now, the, the way that God is, whatever he gives, you have to use. Amen. So whatever God has given me and my wife as apostles then we have to operate in that thing, whether ministry let us minister, prophecy let us prophesy. Whatever, whatever the Lord has given unto us, we have to use. Amen. You also, whether it's given, amen, let it be with liberality. Amen. Let, let it be cheerful. Use the, the gifts. Amen. And so everything in its estate, everything in its order, Holy Ghost, I will teach you about peace. Amen. Peace flows from on high. Amen. Everything in its order. Amen. So whatever ordinance of God, whatever anointing of God, as it flows downward, it will continue in peace if you use it rightly. Amen. And so Christ ascended. He gave gifts the oil flows from the head down, Psalms 133. Amen. And so if you want peace, amen, you have to learn to flow in the divine order. You can't make up your own thing. Hallelujah. And try to flow in the divine order. You cannot come up with your own way. And try to flow in the divine order. Hallelujah. And though it's yours, it's all yours. Amen. Paul says, all is yours. Whether it's Paul, Cephas, or Paulos, all is yours. It's yours. Amen. And yet you have to be brought into a place, a mindset, so to speak, of, of receiving. Amen. So I'm supposed to be reading Mark chapter 12. Verse 28 through 31. 
Then one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together, perceived that he, Jesus, had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, the first of all commandments is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like it, is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There are no other commandments greater than these. And so all the other commandments hang on this commandment. So Jesus says, when he asks what is the greatest commandment, instead of saying the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God, Jesus says, hear, O Israel. He's, he's quoting uh, in Deuteronomy, I believe, of chapter 6, I believe. He says, Hear, O Israel, it says, the Lord our God. So Jesus calls God the Father our Lord. So he's including himself that God is his God. Amen. I want you to catch that. Amen. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. So before you can even catch Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Before you ever catch that, you have to ha understand this part of the commandment. <laughs> Amen. That the Lord is one. In other words, it's a principle that is always upheld. In other words, God exists by being one. If he ever ceased to be one with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit, then he is no longer existing. Amen. So I want you to catch a hold of that word because there's a lot of things. So exist. I want you to remember that I said the word exist. The Lord, our God, is one. The Lord, our God, is, is one. We exist as one, though he is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He exists as one. Therefore, Amen. You should love the Lord your God. Amen. With all your heart, that's your spirit. With all your soul, that's your chooser. With all your mind. Some, you know, um, um, translations or so in, of the word soul also includes the mind. So, so sometimes you'll hear sold. Soul and know that it includes the mind. Jesus includes the mind because there's there's other parts of the soul. And with all your your strength, this is the first commandment. The second is is like it to love love your neighbor. So your heart is your spirit. Your soul many times it means your life. So love the Lord your God with your spirit. That's the real you. With your soul. That's that's your life. That's your chooser. That's the part that is with you that goes after God and chooses what is right. Your mind is your thought, your intelligence. Amen. The, the, the Bible often talks about, and this is connected, keeping the Lord in your thoughts. Amen. That, the, that 
people who refuse to retain the Lord in their thoughts, that they're given over to a reprobated mind. Amen. So the, the mind is very important, keeping the Lord in, in your thoughts. Amen. Those um, who, who um, keep the Lord in their, their thoughts, that God will keep them in perfect peace. Amen. Keeping the Lord in your thoughts. In other words, there is a place prepared in your soul for the Lord. There's a place prepared in your mind for the Lord. In other words, the, the Lord can inhabit everything that Jesus said. The Lord can inhabit your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. The Lord can inhabit that. In other words, instead of you existing to yourself without the Lord, the Lord saying, I want to be one with you. And God is God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, and that we are spirit, soul and body, spirit, soul and body. And Jesus is alluding to that, saying, love the Lord with with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. Amen. So for you, you to be one. Amen. With the Lord, you have to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That would cause you to operate as one instead of separately. So remember I said the word exist. You, you can exist simply as a natural person. And you see everything naturally. You can exist as a soulish person, an emotional person, and just see everything emotionally. Amen. It skews everything that you see. Amen. You can exist. Amen. As a person of uh, intelligence. Amen. And that is how you see everything. And you can exist, you know, just, just in the flesh. Amen. There are those, the Bible says, you, you operate as a brute beast because you operate by the flesh. You put the flesh first, so you, you, you're no better than an animal in your existence. Amen. So God exists as one. And so he is calling us into that oneness. And so he says, to do that, you have to love the Lord your God with all those parts of you, yet the spirit is the real you. So the spirit... Your spirit should dominate by the spirit of God. Amen. And so you're brought, it is a command. Amen. The great command. That means you got to do this. There's no other option to love the Lord your God with your spirit, your soul, your body, your strength, your mind, all of that. You're supposed to love the Lord to be brought into this oneness to receive the strength of God in your life, you'll be, you'll be partakers of the divine nature. Amen. You have the ability to do things supernaturally. You can supernaturally forgive. Amen. You, you, can, you can supernaturally love. Amen. You can live supernaturally. You can raise the dead. Amen. You can be raised up as one that was near death. Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Ho, ho. Holy Ghost, you can be raised up. Hallelujah. You're almost, you're almost dead. You're not dead. <laughs> Holy Ghost. I'm here to tell you, as you receive this word, you will not die. Hallelujah. Not now. 
Holy Ghost, for the fire of God is for you, the oneness with God who is alive to make you alive. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost. Breaker, breaker, breaker. Breaker, breaker, breaker. Hallelujah. The Lord is going to break some things. Hallelujah. For there are some things that are like cast iron. They say it is in place. See, bro, you took a shot or something like that. It affected your whole being. You're not the man you used to be. You're not the woman you used to be. You have resigned to that fact. But even that, you you were willing, Kalibash, to try to exist in that state. Hallelujah. But death was approaching. More and more and more, death was approaching. Even in the night, Kalibash, you heard the whispers of death. Hallelujah. You, yeah, you better get ready. Kalibash, you got to think about those, those kids. You don't want people fighting. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, you, you've been thinking about, you've been hearing those whispers, Sandor Rebosh, that was not of the Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. For the Lord says, I will satisfy you with long life. Holy Ghost. So, breaker, 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 I heard the Lord says, breaker, 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 like the truckers coming through. Breaker, 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 hallelujah, that he's breaking the powers of of death, breakthrough, because it's, it was like iron, hallelujah, you was fitted with steel, amen, spiritually speaking, holy ghost, spirit of infirmity, amen, had you locked in, you could only operate within the restraints, ha, bandira, I break those bands of steel. I break that iron in the name of Jesus. I command that spirit of infirmity to go in the name of Jesus. Get out of him. Get out of her in Jesus' name. There will be no... There will be no... Lord, what is the word? Mourning. There'll be no mourning over you. Hallelujah. For you shall get up. And you shall spring forth with vigor in life. Hallelujah. A desire for life. Hallelujah. Opening, opening. It's opening up. You want to do more. Hallelujah. You can't sit still. Ramoshata, because of the life that the Lord is giving unto you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for breaking the powers of death. What you say, Lord, you said that you would give them the right to live. I heard somebody says, I have no right to live. Yes, you do. The Lord prophesied to me and my wife years ago. He said that you would give them the right to live. You have the right. I'm giving you the right. The Lord is giving you the right. No more condemnation. No more being guilty. Hallelujah. Rise up in life. Rise up in strength. You got the, the Lord has a lot for you to do. You got a lot to do. Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. <laughs> so we are called, hallelujah, to love the Lord with everything. In those separate things, we are not able to exist and be of the a partaker of the divine nature of the Lord. Amen. That we have to love the Lord with all those things to exist in a way where all those things, spirit, soul, body, mind, strength, everything, is working with the Lord, working for the Lord, having received of the Lord. Amen. So you are to be one in 
loving and seeking and pursuing God, loving God this way will direct your life. In, a, in other words, you're supposed to be a seeker. You're supposed to be a pursuer. You're supposed to be an explorer. You're supposed to be a pioneer. You're supposed to be diligent. Amen. <laughs> you're, you're seeking that face-to-face and, and you're not satisfied because there's always more. Whatever the Lord shows you, there's always more. Whatever the Lord gives you, there's, there's always more. So you want him. He is the source of life. <laughs> Amen. But more, he's the source of your existence. He's the source of your life. You're so hungry for him, not the things, for him. <laughs> Amen. You cannot wait Amen. To see him more and more. Amen. Seek my face. Amen. The Lord says. And then your spirit answers back. Lord, your face I will seek. Amen. And so it will cause us, seeking the Lord this way will cause us to fear God. And that's a part that is missing. To respect, to reverence God. That his ways are not only the best way, but the only way. There are some people that you can get them to admit that God's ways are the best way, the best ways. And then it's a little ambiguous uh, after that. It's like, well, I have wisdom. I have the spirit. You know, I know what I like. I know what I want. So even though they may admit that God's ways are the best ways, it gets a little murky. But that second part, if you could get people to say that God's ways are the only way. Now, that gets rid of all the other stuff. That gets rid of all the mess. That gets rid of selfishness. Is, is you, instead of pursuing God, you are trying to discover who you are without the Lord. And so you talk about there's greatness in me. You're not acknowledging that the greatness is, is God. You, you, you keep saying it's, it's about you. There are things, and this is what I talk about, about being true with God and sincere. That you say inwardly, you say inwardly that, you know, I am so great. I'm such a great speaker. I'm such a great minister. Amen. You say this stuff on the inside and you look for affirmation. Amen. And so no one knows the things of a man except the spirit of man. And likewise, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. The spirit of man. No one knows the things of man except the spirit of man. So you can operate. You can exist on that level, even spiritually, where you're looking for those spirits that will affirm that the inward thinking, that selfish thinking, you know, I am someone, I'm great, and all like that. And so you look for flattering words. People are sustained in relationships. Relationships means that there's something in there for everyone that's in the relationship. Amen. Even if, if there was a relationship, amen, where somebody says that, that man was an abusive man, there's something in that relationship that that woman esteems, like, like I'm saying, people are viewing from a skewed way, that the woman is saying there's something in there 
that I want in that relationship. That's why I'm, I, I stick in that relationship. Amen. So no one knows things of man except the spirit of man. That's why there's a such thing. What is it? Fortune tellers or whatever. If you open up your heart, if you open up yourself to a fortune teller, amen, they could, they could glean a little bit of facts, put that with the future that the devil wants for you and impress you the whole time. <laughs> Praise be to God. I, I didn't know I was going to go down this path. But I'm just saying what the Lord is saying. Okay. So, so you're all in relationships, amen, that fortify each other. Amen. Pats on the back, edification, socially, amen. But you're not acknowledging those truths on the inward part. And so that was the very thing that God wanted from you was truth on the inward part. So that you have to acknowledge what you are saying on the inside, what's in your mind, what's in your thought, amen, to appear before the Lord. Nothing hidden. The, the rest of that verse about the word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and it's a discerner of a purpose and intents of the heart. The rest of that, there is nothing hidden from it, the word, he, the word. But everything is bare, it's open, to whom we must give an account. <laughs> Amen. Holy Ghost, don't you want to live before God, nothing hidden? <laughs> Amen. You're free. Amen. And you are, if you could get the revelation that your life is found in him. So now you were playing games, and God has a life which comes from being one with him. For being one with the Lord. Amen. In Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah chapter 17. Amen. The, um, you know, I can only preach what the Lord gives me. Amen. And so the Lord woke me up this morning. You know, I had no message prepared. And he started ministering to me along these lines. You know that as a minister, the Lord has to minister unto you so that you can minister unto the people. You minister unto the Lord. He ministers to you. Verses 9 and 10. Verses 9 and 10. Jeremiah chapter 19. Chapter 17, verses 9 and 10. We try to speed it up a little bit. <laughs> it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. He says, I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doing. So that's what I was talking about. Without the Lord, the heart is deceitful. Amen. And desperately or wicked. You say, well, that's old dispensation. Now, he's talking about rendering to people according to their, their ways. And so you have to allow the Lord to test the heart, search the heart, and test and test the mind so he can give you that which you are, um, which, is, which is in your heart, so to speak. So you, you want that which is right to be in your heart. So the relationship with the Lord is just that one that is one with the Lord. When you were born again, 
And especially when you receive the Holy Spirit, that is key. You're supposed to become one with the Lord as you receive of his spirit. The spirit is the spirit of truth, what is true, what is right, what is, what is reality. God knows what is true. You don't necessarily know unless you engage the Lord this way. Amen. So the Holy Spirit will show you what is right. The Holy Spirit will show you what is true so that you can make the proper adjustment so that you can walk with the Lord. You can't walk with the Lord with the Lord saying one thing is true or one thing is false and you go in that way of falsehood. That is not called walking with the Lord. Amen. So I'm just trying to bring you up higher. Everybody's a Christian. Everybody love, say they love the Lord. People even say I love the Lord with all my heart, my soul, mind, strength. Amen. And, and yet the the what do you say, Lord? The form that we exist in may be mostly um, flesh, maybe mostly emotions, amen. Or even if it is spirit, amen, you make your spirit open to other people so they can affirm that dark saying, amen. The, the devil speaks dark sayings, dark omens, prophecies, things to keep you in darkness, amen. And yet if you lust for, for instance, the, the adoration of man, you, you, can be, you open yourself up to those, those, those things spoken by the devil, amen. That's, that would be in you, Holy Ghost. You have to get it out of you. It's real simple. Amen. The light will cast out all darkness. Amen. Replace the darkness with the light. If you need help, God is given apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Amen. If you need help, there are those who, who walk in the light, who will speak the truth, that'll tell you you're a liar. <laughs> Man, I hope you got a friend. Amen. That will tell you you're a bald-faced liar. For the Lord says this, this, and this. And actually be speaking by the Lord. Amen. What a friend. Amen. What a friend indeed. That's the one that is that uh, is is sharpens sharpens the countenance. Amen. Praise be God. He will sharpen that countenance. Amen. So it says, apart from God, the best of man is wicked, engaging in sins of the heart and the mind. That, that's what Jesus was bringing that stuff to the surface. Amen. The sins of the heart. Everybody can see when somebody sins outwardly. Amen. But it is the sins of the heart and mind that Jesus would deal with. Amen. In Proverbs 4.23. It says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Amen. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. So that's what I'm talking about, guarding your heart. Amen. The Lord spoke to me that the issues of life, he says, it is life force. He says, life is a force. It's like a spring. <laughs> Amen. It's like a rushing river. Amen. And we talk about the river of life. Life is a, it's like a river. It's a life force. Amen. It springs out of your heart, if you abide, if you abide in that truth, you you have force on your side. 
Amen. Instead of forces against you, you have the, the force of life, the force of God on your side. Amen. God commands us to love, but you cannot love with man's love. I can't hear that all the time. Love, they're against love. And you don't know love because you can only love with the love of God. Amen. And so all that stuff that, that don't judge me because who I love. Okay. That you cannot love without God's love. It's a lie. You are existing in another state. You're existing in a, in a physical, in a fleshly, emotional state. You have not acknowledged the spirit and you definitely have not subjected your spirit to the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. So God commands us to love. You cannot love with man's love. You must love with God's love. Everything is a collaboration with God. Amen. And so this, this may have went straight over your head that God did not make you to exist in this world apart from him. I mean, think about that. Would God make someone and say, go your merry way, you know, it's okay if you don't have anything to do with me. <laughs> so God created everyone to come to the realization that their life is found in him. Not only that, progressively abiding, it is a collaboration with God. It is a covenant with God. Amen. The reason that ministry is so important, it involves a person with God's love. Amen. It, in, in other words, God wants to love people. Once you come in collaboration and covenant with the Lord, now God can convey his love to mankind through you. Amen. Amen. I won't turn it. Romans 5, 5 says the love of God is poured out of our hearts by the Holy Ghost, shed abroad in our hearts, poured out of our hearts. So God will pour you over like a vessel, amen, to pour his love out of you, amen, so that he can love on folk, amen. People are haters, and that is true. I hear that word all the time, but it is true. People hate themselves. Anytime you don't receive the love of God, you hate yourself and you hate others because that is what the devil is, that spirit of hate. And so if you have not received the love of God, I already know. There's certain things I already know. I, I don't encumber myself with a lot of stuff, news and stuff. There's things I already know. If you have not received the love of God, then you are a hater. <laughs> you hate yourself, <laughs> amen, and you hate God, and you hate others who remind you of God. That you see God in. That's just the truth. Amen. And so you, you're snarling. Your countenance is that which is fallen. Amen. You, you're always scheming, striving against that which is, is right. You're, the Bible says you're not satisfied, though. Amen. This is some people. They don't even have, they can't even go to sleep unless they cause somebody to fall. Amen. You, you're over on the devil's side. Holy Ghost. You're on the devil's side, amen, wondering what's wrong. You keep saying if those other folk would just change, amen. When God has called you to get peace from him, life from him, fulfillment, no matter what the world does, no matter what other people do, the very ones that you are against, 
have been praying for your souls. The very one that you're against is they have prayed for your soul. Amen. Why you don't receive it? Because you're existing in another form. Amen. You're not loving the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. By receiving Jesus. Amen. Receiving Jesus, the, the capacity to love. And receiving the Holy Spirit. Amen. So he can pour out. God can pour out his love by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Pour you. Turn you over. <laughs> Amen. To, to pour out. Amen. His his love so other people can experience the love of God. Now, no greater love hath any man than to lay down his life for a friend. That's the truth. That's a reality. That's a revelation. So the more you lay down, the more you even have a revelation of love. The more that you give up, so to speak, unto the Lord. What, what I mean, giving unto the Lord so that you can be that vessel fit for the master's use. Amen. So this is a, um, um, a class of maturity. Amen. This is a maturation, a maturity class to bring you up higher, to bring you into a reality of what it means, amen, to walk with God. Amen. If I had enough time, I would tell you that Proverbs 27, 20 says that hell is never satisfied. So, Heaven and hell, I think I do have enough time to say this, is um, a reality. Heaven is a reality. Hell is a reality. It's, it's the end of a life of what decisions you have made are culminated whether you are go to heaven or whether you go to hell. It's, it's, it's a culmination. So it, it shows what you have chosen in your life. Amen. Whether you so hell is never satisfied. In other words, everything that is of the flesh, everything that is that is of loss, everything that is of the world, number one, is heaped upon yourself and like it's never enough. Amen. Houses and cars and money and everything is never enough. Amen. Some people indulge. Amen. In, in all sorts of foods and things, it's never enough. Hell is never satisfied. What you're experiencing in this earth is just a picture of that path that leads you to hell when you are satisfied in the Lord. And what the end result is, is heaven, life, life in heaven. Amen. And so you are to be one. To be one with the Lord. Amen. To love your Lord, our God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Amen. Strength also means putting out effort. In other words, um, that the strength that you need to live for God is like the force of wind behind you. Amen. And so if you give yourself to God, God will give you strength. God will give you ability, amen. So you love the Lord with all your strength. You love the Lord with your strength, you get strength, amen. To, Lord, to, to love the Lord with, with more, with more of your strength. He is the one that gives it unto you, amen. And so the scripture says, it says that with God, with man, it is impossible, 
But with God, all things are possible. So that's that's what I'm trying to get to. Um, with man, it's when Jesus spoke about the rich young ruler who was not willing to give up that 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 money. He was not able to give that up. Not willing to follow Jesus. Amen. Jesus said that it was hard for those that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom. Amen. And that, and the disciples asked, who can be saved? Jesus said, with man it is impossible, but with God all things, all things are possible. Amen. And so what the Lord was saying was that with man, these, these spiritual endeavors, it's, it's impossible. But the way to do it is with God. And that's what I was, I was trying to get to. Amen. I think that's in Luke chapter 18. Um, somewhere in there, Jesus says, with man, I want you to get this. It's impossible. Amen. What he, what he was talking about, entering into the kingdom. With man is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So there are things that God asks you to do you can't do. But with him, you can do it. Amen. So being one with the Lord will allow you to do things that you could not do naturally, to go places that you could not go naturally, but you can do it supernaturally, to enter into kingdom business and kingdom work. Amen. So many people trying to live for God, work for God, in their own strength, amen. They're not willing to lay down. They don't even give according to what God says. They'll give according to their own ways. And so they're never joined with the Lord. They that are joined unto the Lord are one spirit, amen. So that was the part I was trying to get you to, that you cannot do it without the Lord. The Lord is asking you to do supernatural things that you cannot do without being one with him. But if you be one with him, he will empower you to do it and you will give him all the glory. You'll do those impossible things as you don't trust in the arm of the flesh. You don't trust in man, but you trust completely in, in the Lord. So Father, we thank you again, Lord God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. For overshadowing me. Amen. The breathing in me a word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. I had nothing without you. <laughs> with man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Did you showed up in the nick of time? Holy Ghost. Amen. Woo! There's something about that. Hallelujah, the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. He will, he will not leave you alone as an orphan. Holy Ghost, there's a revelation. Hallelujah, not just relief. Amen, that the finances came in at the right time. I'm getting something in my spirit. Not just the relief, amen, but a, a, a revelation that if we would look a little longer, there's a revelation of the Lord. Hallelujah, as we speak to him and know him face to face, amen. There's a greater encounter, I hear the word, a greater encounter with the Lord, hallelujah. We speak of things in days past, but the Lord says there are greater encounters for you. Thank you, Father, Jesus, amen.
you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.